Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 10 of Diaries of an Overthinker. This is the finale. We made it. I said I was going to do 10 episodes of a podcast, and I did 10 episodes of a podcast. From this point on, we're in the wild, wild west. Actually, like, we're going to jump. We're going to jump into some other stuff. I will still be, I will still have a pretty heavy online presence, even though this show specifically is going on hiatus. Um, but yeah, uh, this is going to be probably not that special of an episode because I'm going to do exactly what I've done for the last 10 episodes. I'm going to talk about whatever the hell I want. Um, but yeah, uh, we made it. We did, we've done 10 episodes. I have done 10 episodes of a podcast. I have made, God, like, I know it's not, I know it's not a lot, but I've made what? Six and a half hours of content in the last like 10 weeks. That's kind of insane to me. And it's and it's only going to get bigger. I'm going to start doing YouTube and shit over the next couple of weeks. It's only going to get bigger. So, I mean, by the end of this summer, I could have... I Yeah, I don't know. I'm very excited. Because I spent so much time... I need to roll the intro music. Um, I'm going to roll the intro music and then I'll finish that thought. Yeah. Yeah, I said I spent so much time convinced. I hope there was some mic issues with that first section. Let me. See. I hope I fixed that. Um, but I spent so much time working on believing that the way into the industry that I want to work in, which is film and content, not content, co- content. The word content is weird because, like, the word content because like filmmakers don't really like the word content and i i want to make films i want to make movies i want to make tv i want to make i want to tell stories but also i want to talk about movies and i want to talk about stories and i want to i this is also me telling stories i told i've i've told so many fucking stories on this podcast like and but and this is not like a movie or a tv this is just content um but yeah, the, the word content is weird. But uh, I spent so much time believing the way into that industry was through writing. And I'm just not passionate enough about writing for that to be my way into the industry. Um, I adore, like, I adore doing something. I adore working and by the end of that project, having something I can watch or listen to. Like, I'm going to, I can't play an instrument but I'm going to try and write at least one song this summer. I can't play an instrument, but I'm going to try and write at least one song. I adore, like, I know that's still writing, but I could sing it and I could put a track to it or whatever. I don't know. But, like, I adore having something tangible. Not having something I have to read. Not something have not having something I have to, like, you know, not, like, I adore having something tangible and physical that is the result of my work. I'm not going to say hard work, but I adore having something tangible and physical that is the result of my work. And this podcast is that. And getting to do YouTube, which I talked about in the intro. Um, As soon as I'm done here, I'm going to record a YouTube video. Um, uh, Which... 
there's a whole story behind that because I was I was gonna I've been working on a laptop that is a budget laptop, so it's not like the greatest piece of hardware in the world, but it worked fine for the podcast. But every time I try to edit like a video, like I released a short film in January of 2021 um, that I edited on this laptop. And it took like three or four times longer than it should have because it kept because the editing software kept crashing, and like it would it just and that and it was a low end editing software. It wasn't like DaVinci Resolve or anything. It wasn't you know um, After Effects or After Effects is special effects, but it wasn't Rush. What's the what the hell's the Adobe video editing software? What the hell is the I don't know what the hell the Adobe video editing software is, but it wasn't that. It was it was a low end video editing software, um, and it, and and it and it couldn't handle what I was trying. And this laptop could not handle what I was trying to do. So I, after kind of mulling it over, because I had heard the Apple the Mac M1, the the newer Macs that have the M1 chip are real are there are like beasts for editing. So after mulling it over and staring at my bank account for a little while, um, I bought one, <laughs> but yeah, and, and it's not here yet. I'm hoping it will be here, um, like Thursday or I'm, it's supposed to, it's supposed to get here Thursday at the earliest. I'm hoping it will get here Thursday or Friday because I really, really want to do it. I really, really wanted the new Top Gun to be like my parade. I wanted to be able to like, be, I wanted that. I know I'm going to record a YouTube video right after this. I may record two or three today, but I really wanted Top Gun to be like the thing I paraded out. Cause like if I, if I do, if I have Top Gun as like the, the, the official premiere, then one, then if people start finding the channel as I'm advertising it, cause that's when I'll start advertising it. There's already a backlog. There's the Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers review that I'm going to do today. There's a Halo Season 1 review that I might do today or tomorrow. There's got, there's obviously going to be like a channel trailer. Um, my This laptop could not handle that. That Those four videos would take, God, probably like 8 to 12 hours a piece. Not, not a piece, but probably like 4 to 5 hours. Probably 4 to 5 hours a piece, low-key. Um to to do i'm hoping with the m1 even if i'm just using iMovie i'm hoping i can have those videos out in two hours i'm hoping i can get those video i i'm hoping those videos are not um like a real like like a real pain in the ass i'm i i would really like to be able to get those videos out specifically the top gun review because obviously i'm gonna do the, these next two i'm gonna do on my phone and i'm probably gonna edit them with like iMovie or some shit but um. Uh, yeah, and then the M, and then the la the Mac should get here Thursday or Friday. I hope it's Thursday because I have I have to do that video for if I do a Top Gun review, it's gonna be Friday morning. So I really hope the uh, laptop gets here Thursday. But um, yeah. Anyway, I I know a couple of videos ago or a couple of episodes ago, I mentioned I wanted to talk about the big S word in the finale um because like if i talk about the big if i talk about sex in the finale then um then like if i get canceled 
the show is over. I don't have to worry about it. And I don't know that I really want to talk about sex. Uh, here's my thought process. One of my, the people, one, like, one of the people who I really enjoy listening to is, um, what is their name? The Good Mythical Morning Guys. They have a podcast called Ear Biscuits. And I don't listen, I don't listen consistently. I've listened to, they did, like, they did a series on deconstruction, which I talked about last week. I am, or I am a deconstructing, um, person. So I've, I've kind of, I've had that experience and then they didn't, ep- and they did like a series on sex. And I thought maybe if I talked about sex, like super openly, it, it would help me unpack some shit, but, but the, but I have no idea. Like I, it's just, it would be too much anxiety to talk about sex in a really open way because like, I, I mentioned this in episode four where I was like, I kind of let myself believe that some of the things I was doing were the worst thing in the world. And they might be the worst thing in the world. If they're the worst thing in the world, then I don't want to talk about them. If they aren't the worst thing in the world, then, like, I'm just another teenage boy talking about sex. I just... The thing is, I don't know where the line is. I don't... I I don't know... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's okay to discuss, and because I don't know what's okay to discuss, I'm not going to discuss it in a public forum. I know I have been very candid on this podcast. I have, like, talked about shit that's, like... I I have talked about a lot of shit on this podcast, and I've told a lot of stories on this podcast, but with that issue specifically, I would... I'm going to feel more comfortable talking about that with someone in a not public forum, (laughs) you know? So, um, but yeah, so I don't know that I'm going to talk about sex, but I, I guess I could talk about like, I don't know. I don't know. There, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on sex is one of those things that's extremely private, but also it's extremely private and intimate, but it's also like, not public, but it is, it's, it's a part of the cultural consciousness. The society itself has a view on sex and that view is kind of evolving and changing. And it used to be in the confines of marriage. And now it's like less in the confines of marriage. Now it's more like economical. And I don't, and I'm not going to get into the whole, like, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get into my opinions on sex, but, or I kind of am. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about y'all, but it's one of those things where I don't know that I would feel uncomfortable completely unpacking it by myself. This, this show has been very much kind of a soundboard for me where I've just, it's been, I, I have been unpacking things and I've had a phone call a week about the show, but I haven't had like the, I'm not like unpacking these things to someone else as I'm saying them. I'm just unpacking them to the void and then people listen, maybe kind of, sometimes um and i don't know that unpacking sex to avoid is a good idea but yeah so if we're not going to talk i mean but i do want to talk about like innocence almost like i there's so many things that i don't fucking know there's so many things that like i'm 19 and i I still 
because it's about experience. Like you can, it, it, there's so many things I haven't had the experience of. Like I, I can, you can have the book learning and the, the fucking, you can be told something a billion times. I've, I've kind of experienced this like in, in more than just the thing I was just talking about. Um, you can say one thing all day about like a situation, but when you're actually, once you're actually faced with that situation, your response is completely different. Your response completely changes. Um, God, yeah. So I don't know if. Yeah. So so there's so many things that I just haven't experienced, and and I'm so stuck in my own head that I don't know how I would ever experience it. <laughs> like like I'm convinced. Have I talked about feeling like I'm kind of a creep at work? I'm not a creep. I'm not a creep. Or I, I don't know. I might be. But I, I, I'm, I wouldn't know. Would I? I mean, I, I wouldn't know if I was a creep. Because I'm so stuck in my own head that I'm not like... I'm not asking people... Like, I'm not asking people what their perception of me is. I just have, like, an assumption of what your perception of me is. And I think your perception of me is I'm either weird or a freak. Or a creep. Freak, creep. Not the same thing, but kind of the same thing. Um, a, yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. It's it's difficult. Um, being stuck in your own head. If I I don't know why I'm talking weird. It's I'm in a I'm in I'm back to the original. I've, I've moved in the house again. I'm back to the original environment, but I'm in a different spot in the room. And the fan is like blowing on me, so if I so I don't know if like the cold is affecting my train of thought. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna take a drink because I drink on this podcast. It's not an it's it's a soda, but yeah, I drink on this podcast all the time now, so I'm gonna take a drink. But yeah, I it's just I'm so insecure, and I maybe that's why I've chickened out of the sex conversation. I'm so insecure and I have no um, clear I don't know what people think I don't know what the general perception of me is like I don't know and maybe I'm not supposed to care what the general perception of me is but like uh, yeah so I don't I don't know but I don't know what the general perception of me is. And I guess I'm not supposed to care. I'm repeating things. I guess I'm not supposed to care what the general perception of me is. But I, it would be nice to know. Like, like I, I'm, I, have, I have like semi-convinced myself that very few people on this planet like me all that much. It would be nice to know what people actually thought. Because when you're stuck in your own head, and maybe that's the value of good communication, but like how do you... That's not, this is not a acquaintance question. I, I can't walk, like, I can't walk up to an acquaintance and be like, do you think I'm a weird person? Like, I can't walk, like, I can't walk up to a manager at work and be like, hey, do you think I'm a weird person? I can't walk up to anybody at work and be like, hey, do you think I'm a weird person? So, like, I don't know. I don't know how to operate not knowing what the perception of me is. Like, I don't know how to operate 
um, in society. And maybe that's why I don't ask girls on dates. I don't try and make new friends. Because I don't, because like, if I'm kind of already assuming that you don't like me, what? Why would I do that? Why would I? Why would I? I mean, I guess I guess there are like subtle ways to gauge someone's impression of you, like maybe, like even just like saying hi at work. Because I'm halfway convinced nobody nobody at works like nobody at works like nobody at work likes me. Fucking words. Um, I'm halfway convinced nobody at work likes me. Um, but they they do right. I mean, or I don't know that they do, but but they'll say hi. They're perfectly civil. They're they're perfectly nice. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, um, I should have. That's a train of thought for a different day. Um, but I do, But I yeah. So I guess there are subtle ways, like just saying hi or like that kind of shit. But. But yeah, it's be the reason I don't ask girls on dates is because I kind of already have an assumption about what they think about me. And the not knowing, like I have the assumption, but I'm not certain in the assumption. But the not knowing kind of kills every moment, all of the momentum, because I'm like, I don't know. Um, a, I don't know what you think about me, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just terrified of commitment, too. I don't know. Um, cause like I, I've been, I've talked ad nauseum. I can't drive. So like, if I was to ask a girl on a date, what the fuck would I do? Would I walk? Would I, would I ask her to pick me up? Like, or, I don't think we're there as a society yet. And I don't, and I'm, I don't know that we should get there as a society. I, th- I feel like, I don't know. If you ask someone on a date, you should be able to pick them up. <laughs> and the expectation is for the dude to ask you on the date. So like. I can't pick you up. So why so why would I ask you on the date? Like I don't know. Yeah. You know what? Uh and then also I'm going to cuz I was I was about to start talking about like another reason I don't ask girls on dates and I was going to say something dumb about like not wanting believing that I was meant for more than Lockhart, Texas. I shouldn't have said the name of the town I live in, but whatever. Nobody listen to this. Um believing I was meant for so why would I get in a committed relationship if I'm just gonna leave but uh one of my favorite singer songwriters had an album come out and several songs on it are about being happy where you are there's a song called ninth cloud that might be my favorite song ever written um and it's and it's about like just pure joy in the now in the moment like being the happiest you've ever been right now only to get happier in the next moment. I, that's not actually, I'm that's I'm extrapolating. That's not actually a line in the song, but it's kind of, it's about being on cloud nine right now where you are, no matter where you are. Um, uh, and then there's another song called right now, the best that's about like not asking people to change. I mean, I understand asking like change is good, but it's about loving people for who they are right now the best or believing people are the best for who they are right now and that's a really good song um so it's it's not about i'm meant for more than this town um 
It's just fear. Like, uh, that's an excuse. It's just fear. It's just, I don't know what you think of me, but I kind of think I know what you think of me. I kind of assume I know what you think of me. So, and I, and I know how dumb that sounds, but I can't break it. I cannot break the programming. Like, I don't know how to break the programming. So, I'm kind of at an, at an impasse with myself. Because I don't, I don't know what the fuck to do. Um, I don't know. This feels like it's a rehash of several other episodes. But that's okay. It's the finale. It, it, this is this show encapsulated. Um, uh, but yeah, so I don't know what my sort of general... Um, I don't know. I don't know how to move forward. Like, I'm so, I'm finally reaching a point where I'm satisfied with my productivity levels. I fucking hate the word productivity because I feel like, specifically in, like, my very intimate circle of, like, family, so much worth is tied to productivity. And I'm trying to, like, get past that. I'm trying to get over believing that I'm only worth shit if I'm doing something. I'm I'm trying really hard to get over that. Um but but I'm I'm reaching a point where I'm satisfied with my productivity. I did 10 episodes of a podcast. I'm about to start doing YouTube roughly full time for at least the next few months. Um um So like I'm doing shit like it's not it's not banging my head against a wall trying to write a five page screenplay and then doing nothing with it. This is like, hey, I want to talk about that movie. Turn a camera on, talk about the movie and put it online. Um while trying to make sure the product is actually good. Um but yeah, that that so that's kind of Um, that's kind of where I'm at is like, I'm, I'm getting, I'm becoming happy with my productivity levels, but I'm really not happy. I'm still not happy with my ability to talk to people. Um, and it's, it's, it's all about not knowing. I don't know. I don't know how to get her. I don't know how to get someone to date me. I don't know how to actually practically date someone now that I'm not in high school. I don't. And then I mean the sex conversation, I don't know how to, how to have a healthy relation. I don't know how to have a healthy relationship on any level. Um, or even if it's like, I'm, and that's, I don't know. It's not even just about like sex and relationships are not, inherently tied together which means that like i have just as many con questions and conversations and like shit about that about sex outside of relationships as i do about sex within relationships and and i i don't know where the cart i'm kind of talking about sex <laughs> i'm kind of just just a little bit just kind of i i totally haven't gone on like a 10 minute diatribe about it diatribe that's a fun word um but i don't know if like i should just 
find someone to do it with and just get it over with so I have the experience. Or if I should, like, this is kind of me getting deep and kind of vulnerable. Or if I don't know if I should just get it over with. I mean, in that case, how the fuck do I do that? Like, I'm 19. I can't. Tinder barely works. I can't really drink. So, like, even if I go to a bar, all the people there are 20 years older than me. So, like, that's not going to work. I mean, it, it could work depending on how weird you want to go. But I don't know that, like, I don't know. But dude, if 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 my goal is to just get it over with, um, I don't know how the fuck to do that. Or if my goal is to like fall in love and do it organically, and like, which I which sounds more romantic, but like, fuck the bullshit. We are sex is appealing. What regardless, I'm just saying, um, um. Do I do I want to fall in love and have the experience of falling in love and committing to someone and then doing it out of that? Or do I just want to do the thing? Do I just want to do the fucking thing and gain experience in that way? And that's where it becomes like we have such a weird perception of sex within the culture that like – I love how I wrapped that back up into like, I love how I was like, I'm not going to talk about sex. And then I was talked about like a whole bunch of other shit. And then I've kind of looped back to sex, but we've, we've, we've so, especially like in, I know it's all based on algorithms. So my perception of public culture is kind of my fault, but so much of TikTok is like kind of sexually. So much of my for you page is about like, sex and sexual experience and maybe that's just because i'm kind of horny um i didn't just say that but like so much of our culture is kind of based around sex and it's it's hard it's fucking that feeling of like being behind is not an easy thing to grapple with and i know i i know that um thousands of people have done it do it the way that i have done it where they like they don't they're they're 19 and haven't done shit and like i know that's a thing but like I, this is weird to say the people that i look up to or the people like the people whose humor that i like the people who um are in healthy relationships or are in like healthy committed relationship that i look up to um all of that kind of revolves around sex so i feel like if i'm gonna like make joke if i'm gonna be funny in those types of circles then like i don't know then i feel behind because i don't have the experience i make i'm making a dirty joke but what if that dirty joke means something entirely different once you've actually done the fucking thing i don't know uh but Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a feeling of like being law, being, if just feeling behind uh, that, I guess that is kind of, that encapsulates the entire 10 episode season one of Diaries of an Overthinker. I feel behind. Um, and I know everything moves at their own pace and you shouldn't compare and comparison is not good. And 
all of that stuff. But I, I just feel 14. Uh, like, I feel like I should still be a freshman in high school. I feel like I, I have developed since I was a freshman in high school. Because when I was a freshman in high school, I felt like 10. So. But I still feel. I just, yeah. I feel really behind. And the world, I feel like the world has kind of started to leave me behind. And I have no idea. At this point, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to get caught up. I feel like I'm so far behind. And people know that I'm behind, so they don't even see me as, like, a contemporary or as an adult. I got so tired in high school of any time someone would make, like, a sex joke or a part or, or like talk about partying and drugs and shit. I would, I would get, I would, I've talked about the fact that I'm a preacher's kid and a teacher's kid. So that had something to do with it, but I, I never got to be a part of those conversations. So now that like, I don't even have to be around those conversations, the people who are partying and like the people who have had sexual experience, those, those people just aren't talking to me at all. Like they're not forced to talk to me. So they're not talking to me at all. And I just, but I'm not really interested in the, the, I don't know. The type of people that I want to be friends with and want to connect with seem more developed than I am. Does that make sense? I, you can't answer me, but I don't know if that makes sense, but the type of people like I could probably be in I could probably, I could probably be ahead if the people that I wanted to be friends with were a fucking church youth group, but I'm not really, I, although those, those kids, church youth group kids, I got some stories y'all, but we don't have time, but church youth group kids. Yeah. But if the people that I wanted to be friends with were the goody two shoes, church youth group kids, I could probably be fine, but I'm looking for more, but looking but wanting to be friends with those types of people almost feels like it comes with prerequisites you have to have experience experimented with drugs which i would have done i probably shouldn't say that on a podcast but like i never had the opportunity to do that so i never did it um you have to have had sexual experience never really had i mean i never really had the opportunity to do that especially developmentally i was just Anytime that I did have the opportunity, it was before I was ready. So, yeah, it's one of those things. And I need to cut, and I will come right back. In that little break, I connected so many fucking dots. It's kind of weird. But it's just, I am... The, the, the kind of people I strive to be around are um, more experienced than I am uh, in, in these types of things. Even like, even like, so, so I guess the only reason I'm eager to have those experiences is to be ready for those types of people. Like, and the types of girls that I'm attracted to are a little bit, are, are more, just seem to kind of be a little bit more experienced. So like, I want to be experienced so that I can be ready for that person so that I can be like so that I can be what that person needs right 
like the I I uh, yeah I I want to be ready. I want to be able to contribute to a relationship or a friendship. And I feel like right now, as a completely fucking has done nothing, for, quote unquote, fourteen year old, um, I feel like I don't contribute anything to society. And a part of that contribution might be learning to drive. A part of that contribution might be, um, uh, I don't know. But a part of that contribution is also not being completely lost when they're talking about their experiences. I I think so. I don't know this this really I I really didn't end up talking about sex a lot. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm just I'm I'm unpacking as I'm talking. Um, I don't know, but the I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to make this better. A lot of a lot of these episodes I have been like, okay, that's something I'm doing, and I should probably stop doing that, or that's something I'm doing, and I know how to fix that. This is like, I just wish I was more experienced, and I'm not. I wish I wish, and and now. Now that I'm not in high school where it's kind of a petri dish for unholy experiences, <laughs> now, now that I'm kind of in the real world, I have no idea how to gain experience. I feel like I'm going to be stuck. I'm going to be stuck where I am for God knows how long. And then, you know, I don't know, maybe I'll be exactly what my parents want me to be and get married at 21. And I don't know that they want that, but because they weren't, they didn't get married at 21. But I, I don't know. I'm trying. It's not because it's not even about not being a goody two shoes or being a goody two shoes. Because I don't like. I don't even really like those labels. I don't like the labels of like, I got corrupted or I'm a goody two. I don't really like those labels. It's just the things that I want to do, I can't do. And a part of it is me getting in my own way. A part of it is, um, um, and a part of it is, or at least in high school, the reason I didn't have any of these fucking experiences in high school was my parents. Like the family image was kind of pure. Um, and maybe that's why, um, I talked about in episode four, I went through a quote unquote hoe phase, um, which was, quite honestly, diving into the deepest, darkest corners of the internet. There's a YouTuber called Swoozy who has a video called uh, Online Chat Rooms. And and he talks about kind of that experience, an experience that he, a quote-unquote sexual experience that he had in Online Chat Rooms. And he started doing it regularly. And I kind of did a similar thing. Um, I will link that in the description because I've been linking everything in the description. But I kind of I kind of did a similar thing where I started um, I went to the d- deepest darkest corner of the inter- deepest darkest corners of the internet and did shit I'm not proud of um, um, except I was fucking stupid about it that's that's I'm not gonna tell that story but whatever but yeah so and I did and I did that 
because there was no most of it was anonymous even if it wasn't anonymous even if they like knew my name they were they were there the thing happened and then they were gone they didn't have to learn anything about me they didn't have to know anything about me there was no expectation i we i wasn't even like physically talking to them so there was no chance i was going to say the wrong thing um And it just, and it just worked. And maybe I got like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That's a long, that's a, that's a whole different, I don't, this episode's already really long, but I, there was no expectation. And now, now that I'm like trying not to do that anymore, now that I'm trying to like live in the real world and experience the real world, um, I'm just, I just don't feel like I'm lit. There is an expectation. I feel like there is an expectation and I feel like I'm not living up to it. And I have no idea how to do that. Um, Holy shit. That was a finale. Um, Yeah, I I think I've said all I need. I think I've embarrassed myself enough by the end of this, by the end of season one. I think I've embarrassed myself enough that I don't really need to do um, I, that. We could be done now. I could stop now because I've probably already dug a hole. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's the end of episode ten, which means that is also the end of season one of Diaries of an Overthinker. Holy shit, y'all, we made it! If you're still here, a if you're still here after ten episodes. Thank you so much. I love you. If you're still here after the 36 minutes of this episode, or 37 or 30, I don't know what the fuck. Um, thank you very much, because I just said I said a lot of shit that I was saying at the beginning of the episode I wasn't going to say. <laughs> and I just said a lot of shit. Um, but yeah, uh, assuming I don't get canceled for this, I'm going to go eat lunch, and then I'm going to make a YouTube video. Uh, so yeah. Um, thanks so much for listening. Uh, and Ooh, season two, season two is probably going to happen. Uh, it probably will not happen to like mid July at this point. Cause I want to get YouTube off the ground. I want to figure out what editing a YouTube video looks like. I want to figure out what the, I just, I want to figure out what the pipeline is for getting YouTube off the ground. And then after that, I will start doing prep work for season two which is going to be kind of different because I want to do, I don't, I will make, I will make a separate call like bonus episode for season two, but I want to do like, I want to do two segments. I want to do messages in a bottle, which is um, the viewers, all five of you or whatever the fuck sending in voice messages. And then I will respond to those. And then the other segment will be, uh, quote unquote, quote, the overthinkers, a show called the overthinkers where I find other people who overthink and I want to talk to them. I want to just talk to them for an hour and I want to, yeah. And it can be about anything. I want to talk about overthinking movies, overthinking sports, overthinking life, the universe and everything. Um, and that will be the, that will, those will be the two main shows of season two. Um, and then if I want to do just another, like, if I'm just thinking, overthinking something, I might do 
a couple of traditional episodes in season two as well. Um, and yeah, that will be season two of Diaries of an Overthinker coming sometime, maybe, hopefully. <laughs> but yeah, that's um that is the end of season one. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to leave voice messages in the comments so I have something to talk about in season two. Um, there's not comments on podcast, Dinsman. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, thank you very much for listening, and uh, yeah. Bye-bye.